I kind of got moves. We both look like we got some moves, huh? <laughs> My moves are down here with the Denver. This, uh, still that baby weight I got going on. You're never gonna get rid of it. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> I am not finding any time to exercise. Just, just uh, you now. Yeah, it is me. I accept it. I'm happy with this shape. I get to eat all the food I want. It's fantastic. But welcome in to episode 322. Nope, 332. <laughs> we went backwards. Yeah, sorry. I was, dude, it's, we skipped last week. And so I was a little bit confused. Like, what, crap, what episode are we on? And I actually, I have to look up our show on spotify to like find out where we're at we're on episode 332 oh dude that's how you do it i always go back to the last recording on Streamyard, and i'm like next one up well yeah i don't i do spotify that's that's what i do it's my go-to well, that's where i listen to all be, my podcasts and everything and it's it's great that should be everybody's go-to is spotify especially for the number one podcast in the universe. We got a new listener today. Um, he showed me his computer set up and he had B movies and beyond right on the screen. And I said, nice. Thanks, Sandy. Appreciate it, bro. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. Um, yeah. Along they with- did Spotify did their wrap up, you know, they don't have a category for number one show in the universe. So, just because we're not on there does not mean that we're not number one. Dude, my favorite thing about that is like the basic girls are like, oh my God, it's so true. And it's like it knows me. Yeah, bitch, literally it's data. Like it's just <laughs> compiling your data for everything that you've watched and tracking everything you're doing. That's just legit. It's just data. Mm-hmm. You've been data for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> probably amazed that like man how does facebook know all the ads that i want you know this was creepy though like today in conversation uh this was really creepy you know like you get pop-up ads when you're talking about things and we were talking about donating blood and i was like dang those vampires haven't bugged me in a while and i was like maybe it's because i told them off guess what happened they came back dude in the weirdest way possible vampires snail mail <laughs> I went to check the mail and there was a freaking envelope that said, Ryan, you want to donate blood? And I was like, how? How? How, wow. how did it show up right after talking about the vampires trying to take? I, I would have expected a Facebook ad. I would have expected a phone call. Um, but snail mail. Man. Totally. And you said it just happened today? Yeah. All this happened today. It, within maybe an hours, like, my dad was like, oh, they're calling me to donate blood. I was like, you better do it. Otherwise, they're going to keep bugging you. And then my mom, uh, she's like, oh, I need to go schedule an appointment. I was like, oh, it's so peaceful. They stopped bothering me. And then and boom, boom, in the mail, in the mail. I just feel like someone like was they got it. They were listening through your device and they're like, oh, crap. 
Yeah, DoorDash this letter to them real fast. <laughs> Could you imagine the the advertising dollars that? Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. put they a flyer, have- flyer in his on his store real quick. Come on, right now, hurry up! <laughs> just watch this random. That's what those Amazon trucks are doing. They're not delivering shit. They're just like aimlessly roaming around, delivering snail mail like that. Oh my they- gosh. I'm I'm sure that's probably the little side business too for them. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone that has Alexa in their house. So that would be the funniest thing that tech companies would be doing now. Just revert back to archaic systems. Oh, and people <laughs> get mad at them like you, Ryan, about yeah. listening in on them and updating their personal ads for you. Which, I mean, you guys say, I mean, like, at first, I was like, oh, man, that's kind of creepy. But then I was like, no, this is the shit that I want. So thank you for showing me just the ads I need. <laughs> 100%. I, I appreciate ads that are directed towards me. Then I don't want to see, like, the only one that doesn't have it right for me is Twitter. I don't, under, I don't understand their algorithm. I've it's seen the same vibrator have, on each one of my accounts. And I'm like, I've never once looked at a vibrator. Like that's what? Well, not- maybe not a vibrator, but I, I feel like we had a, a a time on the podcast where we went through some uh, dildos. <laughs> Remember when we were oh my, like the Marvel the ones? Oh, the boys! <laughs> yeah. So I'm surprised. Maybe they're just like jumping to like. I bet he'll like a vibrator. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm not the only one. I. It's funny when you see other users. They're like, "Huh? How come this is my ad right now?" You know, Dude, I think it's it's just uh, now that it's not really Twitter anymore. Now that it's X, like, dude, I think it's all screwed up, and now it's it's all about you know all these porn people and, and like so like well, this is buying ad space. This is, we're, we're gonna blast this vibrator vibrator everywhere. So pretty so soon we're those cards about vibrators, and then just sample yeah. vibrators and. I mean, it's gonna X is ruining the internet, and it's yeah, called well, X. It's weird. I know, I know. I don't do it. I don't do it. I told you. I already said I don't do it. And uh, but now I'm a little concerned because my phone's right here, and it's probably gonna be. I'm gonna get a lot of ads for vibrators now. <laughs> I wonder what your YouTube algorithm is. the The day you had me looking at like random YouTube videos of uh, changing outfits, I was like. <laughs> Those haven't come up recently. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I oh get a lot trailers. That's what I get. I, just, I don't even know. Dude, there's been so much like news shit and dude, mine's mine's how to modify your Sega Dreamcast. Mm, that makes sense for you. <laughs> I know. I know. It's listening to me. You know what else makes sense, Peter? What's that? We got a quick oh. question. What? <laughs> how? Why? I have so many questions! Oh man, Ryan. So, one of the things I've been doing since last time we we saw, and this was like just released, I don't don't know, I think it came out right around probably Thanksgiving, maybe. Like November 30th. That's pretty close to Thanksgiving. (laughs) So... They released on Netflix, and actually, that's why I had to say, uh, hey, can we record a little bit later than usual? Um, Because Netflix has finally just released all these episodes of the Squid Game, The Challenge. This is a reality competition show 
Have you heard about this? I've heard of Squid Games. The yeah, Korean show, the show right? yeah. about a competition, but it's not a real competition show, but it's a TV show about a competition. Well, guess what? It's a real show now. Real competition show. So they, yeah, yeah, they they got like dancing with the stars. Yeah, like that, but no dancing. Oh, they did get in tuxedos in the last episode, though. Hmm. <laughs> so, so they released like the first like six episodes uh, on the thirtieth, and then like you had to wait until like December fourth, I think, to get uh, three more. And then the last one, the finale, was just released today, this December 6th, which was actually kind of pretty ingenious by Netflix. You know, they kind of created some buzz, you know, at least the first six, which I blitzed through real fast. And then the next three came, and I was like, what the hell? Like, you got to be kidding me. Why, where's the last one? And then, like, two days later, I get the last one. I get the finale. Ah, okay. So. They gave you a couple days to get through three hours worth of, uh, you know, reality competition. And, uh, dude, I don't, it probably could have been a little bit shorter, but I really enjoyed it. And like, they're doing casting for like another season because I think it's been a pretty good hit. I think I might enroll here, but like it's, they take, yeah, I think I will. I, I, I might, I don't know. Peter. Uh, Daniel. Yeah. I know someone who's in the show. Maybe we can get an insight to get you on there. Maybe see what he did. So maybe might just have to be a pro wrestler or maybe a podcaster hmm? or a podcaster down yeah. on his luck for some, I, don't these people have a, a bad story? You don't have a bad story, do I don't think you have to have a bad story. I don't do like there is 456 contestants on this dude. They went through so much. And that was, I think that was really what was cool about this was them eliminating so many people, like pretty much every episode. And, and then it got like, just kind of intense at the end because like people are backstabbing each other. And like, it's just, it's so much, you know, you know, all these clicks, it it was, it was pretty entertaining. And and, uh, I recommend it if you haven't watched it, I don't know if you're into reality competition shows, uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the ending was maybe a little bit lackluster, um, but I still, it was still good. I'd watch another season. Um, so the Squid Games is a Korean um, sci-fi horror show based off competition where the contestants get killed, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did anybody die in real life in this? No, but like they they had they were rigged with little like um what are those things called the squibs, right? Mm-hmm. So that when you were eliminated, it your chest would be like and like this ink would pop on you. What if it went off by accident? Well, as far as I know, none of them went off on accident. But it was pretty funny because like they're doing this and they they gotta pretend like they died. <laughs> Oh, you'd be good at that. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for someone to be like really like like dramatic about it. No one did that. I think there's those few missed opportunities. Um, but I, I what I really liked about this, besides like the social aspect of it, but like the games are all like kids' games, man. Like even in, in the show, like the 
the fiction show, as far as I know, it's fiction. Uh, like they're all like kind of easy games and like, it's, you don't really need, like, it, it doesn't matter if you're the most athletic person, like the, per, the, I almost gave away who won. I, I don't want to spoil it, but like, dude, the finale, I think I can spoil this. Dude, they did rock, paper, scissors to see who won. <laughs> like anyone can do this. Like, like that's what I like about the show is that like somehow they made it super intense with these children's games. And, and I, every single challenge was, was pretty entertaining. They did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, uh, to keep the show moving along and 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 being entertaining and in ten episodes is like like the perfect amount of episodes, right? That's like, a good breeze through of a series like that, especially because yeah. dude, Dancing with the Stars goes on like every day, I think, or at least once a week or twice a week. Maybe it's yeah, it's too much, and then it's way too much. Yeah. Um. Well, so Peter. I have an idea for us, um, and we're not, we're not even in the quick question, but I think. Oh yeah, this is one lead way. Is we need someone to dress up as that giant um, little girl statue, oh, uh-huh. and the rest of us wear squibs throughout the convention center. And if we get near that one person, our squibs go off, and we have to pretend to die. Nice, and <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, do you remember when? The Squid Game came out the first, like when it originally came out, they had a uh, like a prank. I think it was like in Korea, where they had that doll like at a street light. No, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure you could look it up, but like it was like you know turn its head around and then like like all these people were like, "What the hell? Like, do I go? Do I stop?" Like they were very (laughs) confused by the whole thing. It was pretty funny. Well, the scary thing is like. In the original show, those people died. So I, if I was in Korea, and listen, there's a lot of people in Korea, so I don't know what the intelligence level is, like, <laughs> on average. I would have been terrified, especially, like, the, the way they treat humanity over there. Are we in North Korea, South Korea? Like, we don't know. It, like, it's like, not North Korea. Korea right? okay. <laughs> I'm sure then they would start killing off some. <laughs> oh, man. But, okay. So I bring all this up uh, because it got me thinking – like, is there a reality competition show that you would want to actually be a part of? Hmm. And I think reality, I think, again, it has to be the competition part. Like, not just some, like, I don't know, like, what's Big Brother's not a competition, right? Or is it? Somehow it is. Oh. I don't know how. So I, I wouldn't get eliminated. Um, th- th- There's my answer right there, bro. Most extreme challenge. Don't get eliminated. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. Didn't they remake that? I would. Oh, man, I would do that, too. Well, I, it would. MXC. In, yeah, MXC originally was like Takata's castle in Japan. And it was that's what it was, was just a bunch of wipeout challenges. There's a show called Wipeout. And uh, and MXE was just a dub of it, which was hilarious because none of those people really had those careers and they were just dubs of Japanese people just bonking themselves around. I guess I can't pick that one because I don't know if that was really a competition more so of just um, them bouncing Japanese people around and rolling them over with rocks. It's weird. Um, That was a real competition, remember? Because they could get to the castle. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Mine would be most extreme challenge. Dude, I like it. In its That's original cool. form, not like okay. the nine thousand remakes that there are. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's 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 fun. I like that. That's extreme. Yeah, it's most extreme. Yeah, and it's a challenge. I uh, oh man, it is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides, I already said I would do Squid Games, so I would do that. Uh, but like, I I started thinking like, what could I actually potentially win? You know, that's mm. what like most extreme challenge like. Like I don't feel like there's a lot. Like I feel like my chances are probably pretty s- slim on that. Um, like, don't you think an American Ninja? No, <laughs> I'm not. The, no, remember I just said I got some moves. <laughs> uh, I need to work on myself to get on American Ninja. If you made it to American Ninja, I'd be in the background screaming, "Don't get eliminated!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, wrong show, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, the one that I think. Like I feel like Survivor is probably a little bit too hard. Like I think I could survive, but some naked of those challenges. Nakedness. Right? Is that really a competition though? But can you be naked that long and get sunburns on your your dick? I don't think I could survive naked. To be honest, <laughs> I, I don't know how far I would I would get. I'd probably do something stupid and probably get sick. Uh, I think that's but, what happens in every episode. Probably, yeah, I think you're right. The one, though, that I always thought that I think I would be okay at is probably the Amazing Race, which I actually did try to audition for. Hmm. Did not get on. Um, but the Amazing Race, I think that's so many perks of being on that show. You get to travel the world. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like those competitions, though, like, I mean, it's just running through airports and like do some silly challenges. Like I can do all that stuff. I can, I can do that just fine. And I think I can do it pretty well. Do you remember my reality show concept? Yeah. You're supposed to get a whole bunch of people pregnant. Women, women, (laughs) women pregnant. Sorry. Sorry. It was, it was people. (laughs) It it was the amazing race to, so here's a, here's a competition aspect. Me and someone else, um, the first person to knock up as many women from each country in the world, and then it turns into a, like a Big Brother scenario, and then turns into an Amazing Race all over again. <laughs> the kids have to find us. Yep, I <laughs> go find Father Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I just oh man, that'd be such a great show. And, and then there's could, another. What if there's a few that make it through and then then it turns into like The Bachelor or something, you know, where you get to decide if you want this to be your child. <laughs> like, I, yes, you will be my son or daughter. <laughs> you are the best. And the other you, ones you, you could eliminate. <laughs> I'd make them go through a squid, squid Games challenge. There you go. There's so many ways you could do that to find your, your best child. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this ha- this your reality show has so many layers to it. I know, it. dude. I just it's it's like the reality show of reality shows. Yeah, dude. Some of the challenges they I put them on Dancing with the Stars, and that's <laughs> one clue to get to me. You have to win Dancing with the Stars. Man, I'd be pumping out a lot of kids. Oh man, oh that was the plan. plan. That was the plan. Jeez, oh. I should have started when I was eighteen. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Man, well, you get that that show on the road. I think I'm just gonna audition for Squid Game. 
and uh, we'll see if, what happens first, huh? <laughs> um, which, which reminds me, I was watching Napoleon, and uh, do you know the story about Napoleon Bonaparte? Um, well, it, it, yeah. more so in how he couldn't like have a kid. Uh, no, I don't know that part. Okay, long story short, his wife couldn't get pregnant. So, you know what their method was back in the day? Don't pull out. What? Here, try and get that girl pregnant. <laughs> oh, just try. Let's see if it's you or her. <laughs> yeah, that was their method. That was totally, and like, it worked. So he's like, well, I guess I got to divorce you and marry this girl. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Could you imagine society back then? Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's. Just... If, I was laughing when I saw that scene. I was, and Jeremy was just like, well, they don't have x rays, Ryan. They don't have paternity tests. And I was like, I know, I get that, but geez, how x rays? Why did he bring up x rays? I don't think you get x rays to figure out if you're sterile or not. (laughs) X rays would would make that worse, right? Would make you sterile. I think it would. I think you're on to something there. Uh, Um, Jeremy's just getting x rays to figure out (laughs) how his sperms are doing. Uh, Let's make it a goal. Let's get you on Squid Games. All right. I you like it up too. We could be friends, man. We could show them up. I would do it. I would absolutely do it. All right. Let's. Let, it's um, uh. You hear it here first. Well, now it's squidgamecasting.com. Is that it? Okay. Cool. Um. We'll uh, we'll see if we could get a backdoor entry. That's those are my favorite. And <laughs> um, we'll ask Josh and his experience and how he did it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we should get Josh on the show. So he could give us some behind the scenes. Yeah, it's cool that we, well, I mean, you know, someone that was on the, the show too bad. He didn't last very long, but it'd be nice to see the, get some, the inside scoop. See what so we did, to know. Did he have any talking lines in there? Do you remember? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's such a disservice because Josh is a talker. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably, dude. There was 456 people, man. There was probably so much stuff that was cut just because these people didn't make it further. And I really feel like it was pretty much up to chance. There was only a few times that, towards the end where I was like, oh, they might be playing with us. But uh, I really felt like like people that they were like really building up and then they got eliminated. I'm like, wow. Okay. So like no one's off limits. So it was kind of cool. I'm going to um, give this show a watch after this episode. I th- I think you'll like it. It's pretty cool. So it's not dubbed, right? No, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you watched it. So I, I, that's my first answer. That's right. You know, I, I don't do that. So, uh, should we move on? Hell yeah. Here are some exciting coming attractions from you keep know, it keep what keep it interesting oh keep it okay well <laughs> you know i think this is interesting is like you know there's a handful of these trailers that i'm actually i am excited for agreed so oh, let me fix my leg oh there it is yes. uh i kind of group these together by like shows and and also the uh movies so Real fast, just the shows. I, 
There's been a new trailer for The Boys season four, which is really cool. There's a new cool. season or series, The Fallout, which that's going to be on Prime as well. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know about this. There's going to be a TED series on Peacock. Okay. So, this is what I like. Okay. The Boys. Um, I feel like they're getting really serious with The Boys and allowing Gen-, Gen V and Diabolico to be like the silly ones, which I'm okay with. The boys right now are getting at a point where, like, the, the soups are so powerful, like, something needs to happen. And the, the weird quirkiness kind of needs to be pushed off to the side. We're getting a good story. But I like I like my weird quirkiness, and I love... Dude, perfect casting for Homelander. Um, oh, my gosh, I drew a blank on his name. Anthony, Anthony Stark. Star. Yeah. Uh, he's just... He's phenomenal. Real life, out of... Everything. Um, Black Nora's back, by the way. How? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of stuff in the trailer that I wasn't too sure about, but same time, the trailer looked pretty badass. I think my most the 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 thing that I was most excited about is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Hmm. Hmm. Which, like, when I thought about, um. Carl Urban's character, like, like I, that was like my other pick was like him. So I'm, I'm curious to see who he's going to be uh, in this show, but like their dynamic seems really fun. Like when they, they talk about like, what's the, your little code name for your little gang? Like the boys. And you know, they make that stupid joke. Like who, who the fuck made that up? <laughs> you know, like, uh, so you say you're get, they're getting a little bit more serious, but at the same time, they're holding on to like the the silliness. They're having some fun with it. Jeffrey D. Morgan makes every TV. Sh- you know why he works so well? Because when I think of the boys where they're at, and you go back and watch the Watchmen, like the Watchmen to me is like DC or the the boys are. What comic are they? Image, image version of the Watchmen, um, in a certain way. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan was an awesome. That was the first role I ever saw him in, and he was great as a comedian. It was dark. I mean, he was a rapist. He uh, like he and like just no regard. He's perfect for this kind of role. He's perfect for Negan, and he's gonna fit in this world in the boys' universe. I think better than um Jason Eccles. Oh, maybe. And I like oh. Eccles. Yeah, me too. Which I mean, I don't know if he's gonna make a, you know, come back, but he's not dead, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't like, Gen v. dude. Yeah, that was really fun to see that. Like, that's what I was saying. Dude, like everything they did, like in Gen V, like is really nice. That just kind of like it wasn't like totally necessary, but it was cool and how it's gonna play into the next season of the boys. So I don't think you have to go watch it, but Gen Z is really good. I did finish it and I recommend it for anyone else. And whenever they make another season, I'm on board. I want to, I want to see what's going to happen to those characters. So Um, next up, dude, I didn't. Okay. I don't know too much about this series, uh, video game series, but fallout in this trailer looks amazing. I love how they promoted it and said from the studio that brought you the boys and two day shipping. 
<laughs> and then you got the rest of it. So it sets a tone for Fallout. Um, a lot of people are huge fans of Fallout, the video game, like, like undeniable. So uh, I'm interested. Hope you know if their goal is to get you in these universes and you're not playing hundreds of thousands of hours of video games and you just need a TV show to kind of get your feel. I'm all for it. Yeah. I, what stood out to me was the production. Nice. I was blown away by just all the makeup. They got these big ass, like armored suits that guys are in. Like, like everything just looked amazing. And I'm with you. I don't know what really fallout is. I mean, it's like after a nuclear war and like, it's this, those survivors. So I, I I like that. But besides that, I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, And so fair. I'm going in this like pretty damn excited because it's going to be all fresh to me. I just know it looks cool. It looks cool. It looks cool. And prime is just really stepping up their game with invincible, the boys, the boys universe now fallout. Like what's next? Cyberpunk. Maybe. Don't are they? Maybe. Are they? Maybe. Is attached to that. Maybe you'll get a flyer in the, the mail soon. <laughs> You're like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this uh, one looks fun too. Um, I love how raw this uh, trailer was for Ted. Mm-hmm. Just, Set the tone, dude. Set the tone right away. Peacock, you have my attention. Yeah, and it's a straight up like our comedy, which that is the other part that like they could have went like a very PG-13, which would probably still be fun. But no, they're doing like straight up R. So like I, I'm excited about that. It's going to be everything that the movies were. But now you got hopefully a half an hour show that will be just pretty silly, you know? So I'm in. Ted one and two were just perfect movies for he's a shit talking, smoking debauchery teddy bear with Mark Wahlberg. If they can't get Mark Wahlberg for a TV show, do a prequel in the nineties. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think that was a great move for them. Um, you know, we might be getting real life family guy with that rated R and I mean, they have a CGI bear this entire time. So this is going to be a series dude. Like they're going to put a lot of production just to have a, CGI bear in there at all times. Yeah. It's funny. TV shows are getting better CGI than movies are. So weird. Yeah. Like all the Marvel ones. Yeah. And I do have to just everything Marvel related though is getting poor CGI now because I think everyone's pissed off at them. So yeah, it's getting pretty bad. Yeah. So I have really shitty CGI. Uh, What? Furiosa, the Mad Max saga. You thought it was bad CGI? Oh, I thought it looked bad, dude. What what parts? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> the action scenes. I mean, dude, the Mad Max, so the latest one, what, Fury Road? Yeah. Such a good movie. Like, it looked real. The practical effects looked a lot better. This one absolutely just feels like it's uh, green screen, like 300. Hmm. And I don't like... I like on a... What's her name? Anna J- Joy Joy. Yeah. Anna J- Taylor Joy? Is it, yeah. Is Taylor it Joy Taylor? Taylor Joy? I think it's Taylor Joy. And then um, I like Chris Hemsworth, but the way they did their makeup and their characters just, it did, based off the trailer, it doesn't set well with me. Huh. I mean, I'll probably go see it. Like, okay, let me tell you this, Peter. Okay. 
I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm going to hold my word to this. All right. I will go see this in a movie theater. I'm not going to go see Aquaman in the movie theater. Good for you. <laughs> well, usually I'm like, yeah, I'll go give another DC movie a chance, but um, I'm good for a minute. And I would probably go see this one ver- over Aquaman any day of the week. Yeah, I, I, I just, it was kind of a weird statement just because. I just it, want to get Aquaman out of there. That's all. Yeah, but like this isn't coming out until what? Like next year sometime. May. Okay. So, so, so it's just weird that you're like, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go see this movie. I'm like, well, they're not coming out at the same time. <laughs> I guess my uh, point is I, I, good for I you, Ryan. usually I, go see a movie in the movie theater, but, um, and this one's true. one of them. That's true. <laughs> like I saw yeah. blue beetle. I, I want to go see this. I want to go. Dude, I'll blue, go see it. Blue beetle wasn't bad. I enjoyed that one. And right. But I didn't go pay money for it. Yeah. Aquaman yeah. though. I wasn't a big fan of the first one. So I really don't want to go see the second one. <laughs> um, but okay, so I had the opposite effect uh, for uh, Furiosa. Was like I, I thought everything looked cool. Like it looked like everything that Mad Max Fury Road was, but you know they're just younger, and I like that they're like like Chris Hemsworth is has all the makeup on. Like is such a weird thing. Like, and I like when Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth does like the weird characters. Like he's done like, quite a few of just these kind of oddball, like weird guys, but he does it so well and it's so entertaining. So I, I like that that's happening. It kind of stands out a little bit, but it reminds me of, of like kind of a comic book. And even dude, I rewatched, Actually, I didn't finish it all the way, but I rewatched most of Fury Road not too long ago. Dude, it is it's it's oddball as well. Okay. And maybe and I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it, but like it in this from this trailer just looks like it's it's exactly that. Like all the same elements are there. And so uh, I'm excited about it. Like I I don't I mean, maybe the only stuff that I thought was maybe a little bit weird was the, you know, her hand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when does she get her little claw hand? But other than that, like, I don't know. I thought everything was cool, and and I, I'm excited to see how these characters are going to be portrayed. Um, you know, this is a prequel, but I think, dude, we already know what Mad Max is like. Like at least that world, and we're gonna see some crazy shit. That's all I know, and so I can't wait for that. I will also go see this in the movie theater versus Aquaman. Correct. So even though they're not coming out at the same time. Yes. I will choose Furiosa over Aquaman too. <laughs> you know what? Jason one, Mimosa was do Jason Mimosa would be a great character in Mad Max. Yeah, he would, he would fit in pretty well. Um, but I wasn't going to say what I, Probably will not see in movie theaters, though. I don't think I'm going to see Godzilla X-Kong. I mean, is that what we're, what we're supposed to say? Godzilla X-Kong, or is it by Kong? What What is this? Mm, it's X. It's the... It's dumb, is what it is. <laughs> uh, it's dumb. Because here's what they're telling you. 
Like you want them to verse each other, like Godzilla versus Kong. And this one is X Kong. So now you're led to believe that Godzilla is teaming up with King Kong to fight the evil monkey from Congo. I, I think slash another evil monster thing that we didn't even see yet. Oh, so is Godzilla help it? Is this like a, you got me, I got you kind of scenario? Well, you know, they became best friends at the end of Godzilla versus Kong. I don't know how that happens because one is a radioactive lizard dinosaur and the other one is the giant monkey on his own Island. That's just how it goes, Ryan. You know, when they get pitted against one another and then there's another guy that they got to fight, they become best friends. So are they going to be like a buddy cop movie from now on, like fighting Kaiju and Pacific Rim and fighting other giant monkeys from Rampage? Dude, that sounds way better than what I saw in this trailer. <laughs> like, that's the whole, like, I don't get it, dude. Like, it starts off, you got Kong, you know, coming up through the sand, apparently, which I guess he's just digging his way out of Middle Earth with with his new gauntlet that he gets, which also, I'm just like, really? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> it's just, I'm sure it's going to do something cool, maybe. Um but the thing that I have issues with is like, okay, that, that happens, but like Godzilla is like, doesn't come into this trailer. It's like towards the very end, which didn't that kind of happen? Like he just kind of shows up randomly. Like why isn't Godzilla getting a, a gauntlet, you know, for his little baby arms? Why doesn't Godzilla get a gauntlet? That's a question of the century, dude. Like why can't we weaponize Godzilla some more? Like, let's get him a jetpack. Oh, yeah. Flying Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> like, I agree with you. Let's get him some gauntlets, like, so he has bigger punchy arms, you know? Like, I'm good with that. Like, yeah, I know he's radioactive and he has that purple blast or blue blast or whatever. And his spikes get bigger and he can always just come back to life after he gets murdered. But oh, he just takes a nap, Ryan. It's not. He's taking a nap. He oh, has to recharge, yeah. man. He's after these battles, it's really exhausting. You gotta take a nap. Dude, that's why Japan's always on edge. They're like, fuck, is he napping? <laughs> yeah. He's just recharging. <coughs> they have a oh, they have a plug underneath the ocean and like they're just monitoring when he's recharging. They're like, uh oh, Godzilla's charged. Yeah, and didn't that last time, didn't they like, hey, we need to get him charged up faster so they drop nuclear weapons with them? Yeah, dude, it's so fucked up how they treat Godzilla. Like, PETA would be pissed. Like, they're always bombing him or trying to put him down in the ocean or, like, trying to, like, depressurize him. And, and like, all Godzilla wants to do is just wake up from his nap and just, like, kind of destroy things and go back to <laughs> doing what's good, you know? Go back to his napping. Yeah. Uh, to slumber. Yeah. Like, if they had a big sign that said, hey, Godzilla, wake, good morning. Um, Here's your coffee. And there's a... um. Uh, King Gojira around in the corner like we got you and he'd be like oh okay cool thanks Japan yeah dude I just had another <laughs> cool idea what if Kong rode on the back of Godzilla <laughs> brother I bet that's gonna happen in this movie <laughs> it might oh man I don't know I, I, should we put a wager on this is this a way that we go see this movie maybe cause I was thinking like all right, do I want to see Kong ride on the back of Godzilla 
on the big screen or on the little screen. <laughs> and dude, if they do that, I probably want to go see it on the big screen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I uh my thing is, do they look so CGI? Everything about this movie looks like remember I said I thought Planet of the Apes looked really bad with CGI. Mm-hmm. This took it to another level. It made Oops. Planet of the Apes look really good. Yeah, especially with that baby Kong thing, which is a whole mm-hmm. nother element. Like, how are these, how are these, dude, is there gonna be a female Kong? She's in the sand, bro. She's <laughs> napping. <laughs> just, then how do they make a baby? She was sleeping oh, and just Kong just, she just popped it out. So, dude. um, I'll go see this. When's it come out? And hey, for, for the first time, this is the real trailer. You've been duped by this trailer, like, I don't know how many times. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, when is this coming out? Uh, April. April next year. April 12th. I would definitely see this over Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> um. I don't, but I'm not, not super excited, but hopefully they keep it silly, but I don't think they will. Like there's a little bit like they're too serious with these movies. And I think that's their issue. Like, come on, man. Like you got these giant monsters. Like, I just want to see some really cool action scenes. And I don't know, like, especially the Godzilla movies. I don't feel like. Like the the newer ones, Ryan. Like those, like I just never felt like they delivered. It was too focused on the people and not like Godzilla. Are you talking the Japanese ones or the American ones? The American ones. Oh, okay, because that's the point of the Japanese ones. Is um, the, it's about like the government and like bureaucracy, bureaucracy in in Japan and like how they handle um warfare. Like it's the current state of Japan. That's Godzilla. Godzilla is like a representation of the country of Japan. But yeah. in America, they're like, oh well, we have monarch we have to worry about, and uh, and there's this other monkey, and there's these other monsters. You know, like Japan's like, hey, there's other monsters. Let's call Godzilla. And Godzilla's like, all right, what's up? I'm awake. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm talking about the like the first Godzilla that the was like 2014 or something, like the American one. Like that was the one where I was like, I really did not like that one. Mm-mm. Like there was to me there was really not enough Godzilla in that. So yeah, not enough Godzilla. <clears throat> like I think Matthew Matthew Broderick's Godzilla had more Godzilla. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> that was a good one. They should so, make that one. They have this Godzilla fight that Godzilla. Dude, and that Kong would probably be on the more of the same level. Dude, and that Godzilla could really have gauntlets because he had long arms. See, we fixed Godzilla. We just, what's her name? Uh, didn't they call her Lizzie? Like, that was uh, the American Godzilla. Like, she has her own nickname. And I say she, but mm. in the mo- the whole point of the movie, it was, sh- it was asexual. So there was, like, no sex to Godzilla. It's just true. eggs kept on popping up everywhere. Yeah, and that and makes sense with Baby Kong, too. There's well, baby Zillas and baby yeah. uh, Kongs. Exactly. Don't bring this weird wondering. purple Japanese Godzilla into this bullshit. <laughs> Just wants a nap. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, we went way too long about Godzilla. We did. It's fine. And, but I don't know. We can skip this one. Imaginary? Hey, it's imaginary uh, friend horror film. Who cares? It's like Ted, but evil. 
Yeah, exactly. I didn't put that together. Uh, <laughs> this one, though, I uh, <laughs> this, this is encompassing a lot of things that I like, Ryan. So I like this trailer, and I want to see this film. <laughs> but okay. No Way Up is a survival movie where these people are on an airplane. They're going to go to some tropical place, and they get their plane crashes in the ocean. And start sinking, and like so, they're under, they're submerged, and they gotta escape. But guess what happens? What's underwater, Ryan? Godzilla. And <laughs> that would, man, that would be quite the survival movie if Godzilla showed up. <laughs> Especially if they went that far down deep in the yeah. ocean. Yeah, they go into his his hole. Um, no, I don't know. Sharks. He's, Yes, sharks. Oh, it's a shark movie. It is a shark movie with with the uh, uh, aircraft in water. So I'm in. Can't wait. I mean, I, it looks pretty low budget, but that's well, fine. What else do you get? Like, you can't get high budget shark movies. They have to be low budget shark movies. Otherwise, they're not good. Mm, you got somewhat of a point there. I'm trying to think of a high like Jaws, isn't Jaws? Would that be kind of high budget, higher maybe? I don't I mean, know. You adjust think for about inflation, the time, bro. I'm adjusting for inflation, but you're probably right. Jaws was well, still pretty low budget. Yeah, it was. It wasn't until Back to the Future when there was Jaws three. Uh, yeah, Jaws fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I want to see it because this is the type of campy. Shark movie, sea creature movie that I like. So it's right up your alley. I, I'm sorry to take a quick little break here, but the Nuggets haven't made a basketball ever since we were a basket since we've done this podcast, and I'm wearing all Nuggets gear. Sorry, it's just frustrating. <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> like they're literally not making anything. Nothing has been made for a while. So uh, I'm sure um, it'll get better. Maybe they just, you know. So they're maybe they're napping. No, I think they're napping right now. Recharging. <laughs> um, I where I got lost in this, I was like, wait a minute, they're in the bottom of the ocean, and this plane still has cabin pressure. And then towards the end of it, they were like, oh wait, never mind. <laughs> it's losing its cabin pressure, and then sharks were in there. So That's now right. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, all of this makes sense now. Yeah. Um, can't wait. Oh my gosh, you know what I just realized? It's time for news. All the strikes are over and it's time for news. Jesus, dude. Like 20 unanswered points. I'm going to turn this off. Um, News! 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 Is it news or is it news? Is it pillow or is it pillow? Mm, is I it apocalypse or apocalypse? You got to add the E. The, yeah. The, uh, yeah, apocalypse. <laughs> um, so uh, we got some news. Okay. The, the the biggest thing, like like Ryan, like what you just said, like the writer strike and the actor strike is over, which means things are getting back into production, which one of them that we've been seeing some new set photos for is Deadpool three so sick? <laughs> or should I say it like the kids say nowadays? Let's go! Let's go! Let's yeah. go! 
let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, funny. Um, but there was even I just saw other pictures right before I started too of uh, Sabretooth. Bro, spoiler alert. Well, I found it on an article. How's that spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, purely. Dude, here's the thing though. I was like, okay, you have the set pictures. There's like Sabretooth. Looks like they kill him because like Deadpool's holding his head. You spoiler have. Spoiler alert. You're to see these pictures eventually. And then there's also like the ice cream truck that there's set pictures of. The ice cream truck from Moon Knight. Like, I'm just, this sounds like this is going to be so awesome and probably what Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness should have been, but this is Deadpool jumping through the multiverse and that should be a lot of fun. And the fact that we, like, all right, we got Wolverine from, you know, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. We got, uh, you know, Moon Knight now. We got a saber tooth, which doesn't look like this original saber tooth. So, like, and you hear that electric, electrica, electrica, <laughs> electra is going to be in it. Uh, who else is signed on? Like, there's, there's, we went through the cast list, didn't we? Yeah, uh, they're saying Taylor Swift's going to be in it as Dazzler. Um, oh. uh, the saber tooth that we saw was um, Tyler Main. It looks like not the uh, Liv Liv Schreiber. Okay. which yeah. is the OG Sabretooth, which I like that one. Yeah. Um, nice. and dude, it's like everybody, like you said, Electra like has been rumored to be in it. Um, I'm assuming more X-Men. I would think so too, but like, uh, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, probably, probably Carl Urban, like, dude, like they're just having some fun and I'm, I'm super excited for that. And the fact that it's, you know, they're, making it still and because right it's supposed to come out next year like july it's the blockbuster yeah. right so. july 26th i'm definitely gonna see this over um <laughs> aquaman me too buddy me too so i don't Who know else? oh the colossus from deadpool's gonna be in it rob delaney as peter um yeah toad uh, are gonna be in it Dude. Dog actor Peggy. Dogpool's gonna be in it. Nice. Dogpool. That's cool. So this movie's gonna be batshit crazy. Uh, and I'm all for it. Definitely gonna see this over uh Aquaman. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, uh, hey, Hen, yeah, this is for you. <laughs> I want you to tell this news, Peter. Oh, for the Marvels? <laughs> oh yeah. So I okay. It, it, the Marvels, like Disney, is like, hey, we're done telling you, you know, what this movie's making. We're 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 pretty much like, hey, it's still in theaters, but we're we're done with it. So it's a mass one hundred ninety-seven million worldwide, which is now the lowest-grossing Marvel movie ever. It is made less than the incredible Hulk did, which I thought the incredible Hulk was really good, which that one made 265 million. So the fact that like, dude, this, this movie was only making like 2 million, like over like last weekend or something like this movie is like pretty much done. Um, but it's just been like a really bad 
years. Word vomited this review too. I like spoiled everything, didn't I? Yeah, he kind of did, which I think was fine. Like, actually, kind of made me want to go see it maybe a little bit more. Again, I'm not going to spend money for it. <laughs> I mean, but, it's going to be Disney Plus soon. Yeah, like that's like like they got to capitalize on that somehow. Like, you know, it's going to be on there. So, like a day before Christmas. I that's what I think. I think that'd be a nice little treat for people, but. Maybe not. They're kind of assholes sometimes. Or it might be just a disservice. They'd be like, oh my God, we got Disney Plus on this new TV and the Marvels is on here. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's been like just kind of a a very, like they've been, they've been talking about how like no Marvel movie passed a billion dollars this year. Because they all sucked. That dude, we had Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. That movie. Oh, was that really one good. was, that one was really good. I'm sorry. That one did not suck. Yeah, and also uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That was really good. Like Those are the two. That was this year. Oh, that's not a Marvel movie. That's a Sony movie. (laughs) I just meant superhero movies, Ryan. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Semantics. Yeah. We've had some good superhero movies, but they've all been kind of like going down. I was even surprised Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Dude, that movie only made 180 million worldwide. Can you believe Shut that? Up. You do not speak ill of that movie. It doesn't matter though, because it's such a low budget. Why this is like it worked out for that. That was actually they made a profit on this movie. You know why Ninja Turtles worked? Um, why it was so low and why it worked? You're right. Uh low low enough budget. It was all CGI and it was all the big name actors didn't have big like lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just watched this movie the the other day for like I think I'm on number sixty seven, and um, it just gets better and better. And like now I'm starting to notice the little nuances of like what John Cena was saying or like the other mutants in there. And this is just certainly not a review, but the, what hurt this Ninja Turtles movie so much was it was right in the middle of the actor strike. Yeah, I agree. So, so the, and if you notice, like it had its quick little run. And then when the writer strike was over and then the actor strike was over, over, I'm seeing so much more post release content for this, this brand of Ninja Turtles than I ever have with any other movie. And it's because they're building into a series to build into another movie. And yeah. I think they're doing it great because they're, hey, Watch this now because we're going to have this and we're going to give you this and then we're going to lead into another movie and that's going to make a lot of money. Solely off me, you and Churro. Yes, that's right. I'll go <laughs> see that in movie theater. <laughs> so I just did. I, over I, Aquaman. Yeah, definitely over Aquaman. But like, dude, the Marvels, the budget for that was 220 million. So yeah, they're not the even. Yeah, they're not there yet. Like they they invested too much on it. Um, but like, I, you know, I'm almost thinking that, dude, we might be done with like the billion dollar, you know, superhero movies. Good. Yeah. Are you, are you like, you're okay with it? Yeah. Because they're spending useless money and it's not looking any better, dude. Um, the creator like had half the budget of any Marvel movie out there. And the CGI looked infinitely better. It looked real. What's happening in these Marvel movies and these DC movies is they're trying to focus too much on a style and a color. And it's just, it's too much. Like 
the Marvels had just too much like flair, and it really didn't need it. Um, but they they're it's like they're overcompensating for something, you know. It's like it's like small man big truck syndrome. It's like, oh, I'm a tiny person. Napoleon, I'm Napoleon. I felt like Napoleon Bonaparte like drove a big truck, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Marvel's doing right now with their their. Oh, we have this budget. We have all this money. Let's put it into this, and let's. Uh, um, it's going to be good. People are going to watch it, and we're going to be super woke. And that's the other thing is a lot of these movies have too much of a, a, a underlying message, and that's the way that they're promoting them. Stop promoting them that way. Like, let me enjoy Miss Marvel for being Miss Marvel. It doesn't need to be like the first Indian actress, whatever. Like, let me just enjoy the show without you shoving it down my throat. And I never watched it because they shoved it down my throat. So, but I did watch the Marvels. And the funny thing is, like, actually watching it, I felt like it truly lacked a story. Hmm, That's interesting. I, I, you know. I think that's the biggest thing right there. What you just described is that all these movies, besides like the, the few that actually made some money, uh, I felt like a lot of them were kind of, they're rehashing all the same shit. Like DC's doing what Marvel does. Marvel's doing what DVC does. Like no one's doing anything like original. And I, I think, that's the issue. So I'm, I'm hoping like, you know, we talked about this, like there's not that many Marvel movies coming out in 2024. Like I hope they're like reassessing everything to figure out like, all right, how do we make this interesting again? Like how do we make people excited to see these movies or shows? And I mean, one of one thing is do a better job with them. Like get better CGI uh, you know, puts you know, it's your art, like make it look good first off, and then also pay attention to the writing. Like, dude, the way you're describing the Marvels, like it, it's just, it's just more like, like we we need to do a sequel because the first one did all right, even though the first one sucked too, and they're just throwing it out there and like, eh, whatever, people will go see it. Like that's what I almost feel like what they're doing now. Like people will go see it, so they don't have to be that good. And that's what they need to get away from is like, no, you need to focus on that storytelling and actually making a good film. And, and then maybe you'll get back to a billion dollars. Like, like the only movie this year that I feel like did that was Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. Like that was the only one that I felt like you could tell James Gunn, you know, slaved over that. You know, I agree. I agree. And um, I guess less is more. Uh, you mentioned that Marvel's not going to have that m- many movies in 2024. Guess what? They, they only have one, and it's yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the phases, Phase 3 has 10 movies within Phase 3. Phase 4 has 7. Phase 5 currently has 5. Less is more. You know you know when you're in a relationship and you're, you're seeing too much of that person and then you spend a little bit of time from each other and then like you appreciate that person so much more when you get back together that's what marvel needs to do they need to say we're not taking a break but we're not just gonna hang around you all the time we're gonna do our own thing for a minute we're gonna reassess what's going to happen in our phases in our universes and we're going to align our stars. And when we come back, 
We're going to come back stronger and you're going to love us harder and more. We'll see, but dude, 2025, <laughs> man. Loaded. Yeah, exactly. Which makes, again, has me worried. We're like, no, they're just delayed because of the actor strike and the writer strike. And so like 2024 is just, it's going to be like something like what COVID was like. Dude, 2024 and- is going to suck for <laughs> anything media content. No wonder why G- GTA 6 is coming out in 2025. 2024 is, you heard it here first, with less than a month into 2024, media-wise, it's going to be the worst year ever. Well, I'll tell you one thing I'm excited for is that's uh, Ghostbusters. Dude, Jeremy saw that trailer pop up and he goes, what's this? Another, uh, uh, he said some other stupid movie and I said, no, it's Ghostbusters. And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, it is. And Sure enough, Ghostbusters came up, and I was like, told you. <laughs> Watch a trailer, dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. I enjoy going to movies with Jeremy because <laughs> he likes to talk in the the most quietest parts. And like, yes. anyway. Do you want to do the last piece of news, Ryan? Fuck yeah, because it's going to save 2024. <laughs> yep. I just went on a rant how bad 2024 is going to suck and it's going to end on the biggest high note ever. And it's Sonic 3 has begun production and you get to see Shadow's shoes. And that's just enough to like get your little Sonic the Hedgehog revved up. And um, I don't I. OK, here's my thing. You have the note here. No Jim Carrey. No Jim Carrey yet. Okay. I don't think Jim Carrey is done with this series. I feel like. Jim Carrey hasn't fully announced he's retiring, but the dude's never going to really truly retire. And Sonic is such a good platform for him to be crazy, weird Jim Carrey and still be that lovable Jim Carrey towards kids um, instead of like trying to be because you could tell he doesn't like those. Let me correct myself. He likes his serious roles, but he doesn't like his. Like, uh, what's that one sh- movie he was in? And he completely just crashed it. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like at first he was like, okay. But then he realized what it was and he's like, nope, I'm not supporting this whatsoever. You know, um, Sonic is something he can always get behind. Always. So it's true. Yeah. I, I can see that, but I don't know how he fits into it not to say that you can't be fitted into it but i don't know dude like i've been seeing so much talk on this and like saying like like this movie has to be like like huge so that it could continue on the franchise but like i almost like i don't know we were talking about trilogies where you sent out a text about trilogies like (laughs) maybe they should be done after this one I agree. Um, there's a lot of Sonic content, dude. I didn't realize how well received Sonic the Hedgehog has been. Um, until I've I've seen it from a kid's eyes, you know. Like I've Justin sent me a text and his son was running around like Sonic, and I was like, dude, that brings me back to when I was a kid. It's like yeah. I didn't realize Sonic was so big nowadays, still. And you go if you type in your remote and say hey Alexa like play Sonic the Hedgehog you have Sonic Prime you have Sonic Blast you have Sonic X you have Sonic the Hedgehog the return of the Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic Sonic 
Sonic visits Sonic, you know, like it's all over the place. It's true. He he might have more of a presence, and I'd love to like dig into this. He might have more of a presence in Mario. And I'm not saying like just like Mario's just in Nintendo world. Like his first like outing was his movie, but Sonic is like everywhere else. Yeah. Well, and that's what I've been seeing on these articles, man, is like they're talking about like Dude, this movie needs to do well because it kind of has to like potentially do better than what Super Mario Brothers did, which I I don't know. I can't I don't I kind of disagree. It's like why? Like I know like they're I guess they're competition, but like it's totally separate, right? They did yeah. an animated thing. Sonic's doing a live action, like just let them be. Like I only think it just needs to do well enough to beat the the second one, you know, to warrant if they're that. gonna do an, another one. Because the but second like, one wasn't bad. No, I dude, one and two, I both enjoy. I will go see this third one, and but I, they just keep on saying like, dude, they gotta blow like you know, like hit it out of the park with this this third one. I'm like, like man, that's a lot of pressure, dude. It's so hard to make like three good movies. And I will say, I think the sequel was good. <clears throat> and so part of the things that this kind of leads into is who's going to voice a shadow. And so they've been saying all these different people to potentially do that, that would make that would bring in more audience and guess who one of those top people would be. Godzilla. <laughs> no, he's sleeping. <laughs> He's busy. Busy sleeping. Oh, close. Dude, Nick Cage's shadow would be spot on. That would be cool. But for us, for us, Keanu Reeves, though. What about that? Keanu Reeves would be a good shadow because he has that weird delivery, Mm -hmm. even more weird than Nick Cage. Nick Cage would be for you and I in our generation. Keanu Reeves is for everyone because everybody loves Keanu. Yeah. So. I, I like that idea, dude. That'd be really sweet if he was the voice of Shadow. And I, I don't know if that would send that movie much like over the sequel, but I like as it. long as if it's not Chris Pratt. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but that's probably what they're gonna do, though. It's like, oh, dude, you know what? He's in Garfield, Super Mario Brothers. Like, man, let's get him in Sonic, <laughs> dude. This is how. The- the voice uh or i don't know who ben schwartz is oh the voice of leonardo the voice of tails the voice of what's idris ibra done and then the voice of mario as shadow you like <laughs> the voice of mario and garfield i mean chris pratt's been someone else too hasn't he a lego okay. oh yeah what's that look um got his name yeah, Keith? I don't either. guy i think this is uh, is a guy emmett it's Emmett. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pulled that one out of my ass. Yeah. Um listen, I don't know if uh this movie needs to exceed that many expectations. It just needs to meet my expectations and that, that's all that matters. True. I'm I'm there. <laughs> and you too, that. Peter. You're yeah. you're very valuable asset to um the the Sonic succession franchise. <laughs> of the Sonic franchise. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm in. I can't wait. So, shit, dude. We've done an hour of trailers and reviews. I love when we do this, but you know what? It's time for feature presentation. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Yeah. I also forgot um about a movie that we haven't talked about. What's that? It's in recommendations. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Peter, you go first, my man. So we've it's been a while. We've we've did the trailer for this one. Uh Nicolas Cage. We were just talking about him. Shadow the Hedgehog. That's right. Uh, but I've finally watched, and I don't know what took me so long. I don't know what I was waiting for, but uh, I watched Sympathy for the Devil. And this is the one with the new Robocop and Nicolas Cage as, I'd say, you know, quote unquote devil mm-hmm. uh, with his red hair and everything is his red suit and all that. Like, but dude, I loved it. I really did. It's it's 90 minutes long. It's the right amount of time. Oh, that's shorter. Yeah. And and the whole premise is Joel um Kinnaman. Kinnaman. Yeah. yeah. New RoboCop. He also on- has a new movie coming out. Oh yeah. Well, besides this one, um Silent Night. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um he's going to the hospital to his wife is uh, having their second child. And then as like, right when he gets to the hospital, Nicholas cage jumps in the back of his car, pulls the gun and says drive. Hmm. And, and that's when it starts going down. Um, dude, talk about, you know, Nicholas cage getting cagey man. Like, this is the one where he just got to have so much fun with this. And, and so it's just a lot of times in the car, them kind of interacting, which I thought they played well off of one another. I, Joel's a really good actor. He did a great job. Um, but I will, the, when they get to the restaurant, that's when it went full Nicholas Cage, dude. And I was just riveted because I wanted to see what he was going to do next. Um, and, and like that, like this is like the highlight, man. Like this is when cage went full KG. cage. <laughs> yes. Full cagey, even more so than before. And everything escalates and, he, and Nicholas cage just gets to go around and just, shoot like just everything that he's delivering all his dialogue everything he's doing is just like over the top but like awesome i thought it, it fits so well for his character um and basically you know what we saw in the trailer dude but just so much more of it and it was awesome uh the way it was directed i thought was great it it, it built up some suspense suspense um, and then, uh, you know, the climax of the film and it, it was pretty, uh, very solid film all over. Um, don't want to give away anything. It's really good. This is a movie though. I feel like I, I got to watch again. I'm already like, I got to watch it again because it, there's stuff that's like, I think being said that I need to pay attention to a little bit more. It's um, a rewatcher. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Because oh, cool. and it, I mean, it's so 
it's quick too. 90 minutes, man. And like, there's some of the, the backstory that they're kind of explaining that I feel like I need to rewatch to f- f- maybe catch those little things that I, I missed the first time, you know? So absolutely 100% a rewatcher just for the performance from Nicolas Cage, dude. Like perfect. It was amazing. Everything that we wanted to see when we watched that trailer in this, especially again, when they get to the restaurant, no shit is going down and you're going to get full cage. So any movie where you get full cage, full it's going to be a good one. It's a sexual endo. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, be full cage soon. Um, I just thought about this too. Okay, so I've watched a little bit of this movie and I didn't get to the restaurant scene. So I'm um I, I'm now you're telling me it's short. I have time to watch this. So um but back to Sonic. Okay, uh-huh. I figured yeah. it out. Okay. Be Shadow and Mecha Sonic could be Nick Cage. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Body Nicky Cage voice, and he can you can even have Mecha Sonic go all cagey. I'm glad you watched this because um, you and I did a cage off. I watched Butcher's Crossing. Oh, did you? Yeah, but that's not the one I want to review. I okay. just wanted to mention I watched Butcher's Crossing. Butcher's Crossing, and Nick Cage does the the long play cagey. Like he like progressively gets cagey and weird. Yeah, and it's, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a very good movie. I would. That's part of recommendations. Okay. Nice. All right. The other one, since we're just talking about Nicolas Cage, is that I don't know if it's out yet. Oh, the I, one where he's in people's dreams? Yeah, the the dream scenario, is that what it's called? The yeah. Dream, right? Yeah, like dude, I've been hearing people talk about that and that it is really good. So I'm I'm waiting to uh see that one pop up on uh some st- you know, streaming services or, or don't worry. It's in the POD. All right. Can't <laughs> wait. I hear it's good. So, all right. What'd you watch? This one was good. We had a, um, I watched Godzilla minus one. Um, I watched this because Monarch just came out and, uh, Monarch is about living with big monsters and it, they kind of combine Godzilla and King Kong. So that's the American side of it whatever Godzilla Godzilla minus one is the Japanese one. It is uh, Toho studios latest version after Shin Godzilla, which was awesome back in what? 2016 uh, reimagination of Godzilla, traditional Godzilla stomping around awkwardly through Tokyo uh, power up generating like Shin Godzilla was like a rebirth of Godzilla. He was even weird looking. He had like weird Godzilla things spawning off of him. This one got back to the roots. Like Godzilla was a representation of the war in 1940, 1950. And this is where Godzilla minus one takes you back, back to 1945. You see the first version of Godzilla on an Island and just being wild and crazy Godzilla and disappearing for a while. Then it tells a story of a little baby Godzilla. And you know what? It's not a weird, awkward baby Godzilla. It's just Godzilla, not at full size. Hmm, okay. So, like, it's not dumb like this version of Baby Kong we just saw, you know? Okay, all right. It, he's Godzilla, but he's just a little bit smaller. Um, 
Initially, initially. And then and then you get the people. So you get the backstory of this kamikaze pilot where he didn't uh, proceed with his mission. And so he was dishonorable, moved back to his town, and it was just destroyed by the war. And um, he's kind of living under the radar. This is the, this is the weirdest part. Some random girl's like running away and she hands him a baby and he just holds on to the baby. And then she eventually catches up with him and she's like, oh, I thought you would have ran off. And he goes, isn't this your baby? And she goes, no. <laughs> Some lady just left the baby with her. And then they just live together. Like, they're not together. He just like, he's like, yeah, you can live with me. And so he just took in this lady with her baby. And he's like, yeah, um, I'm just going to go do all these like cool sea missions where they find American like bombs in the ocean and destroy them. Well, uh, Godzilla comes back. And um, the scene is epic, dude. The, the scene where Godzilla comes back is so epic. And it's a wonderful reintroduction of Godzilla just being this big, beefy, no uh, buddy cop team ups with monkeys or anything. This is just Godzilla powering up. And and um, uh, so Godzilla does Godzilla things, wakes up, gets out of the ocean and destroys the city. And then... Um, uh, the rest of the time, it's it's the the people's mission to destroy Godzilla. They don't because the government's not doing anything about it. And this is what I was talking about earlier. Like the Japanese versions are like, what are the government? What is the government going to do for Japan? And how are they going to battle against this this enemy? Is it really an enemy? And the government's just like, man, we can't do anything. So uh, the people of Japan try and figure out a way to do something about this Godzilla problem. Um, and that's where I'm going to leave it because any more is going to spoil what this movie is and I don't want to spoil this movie because it was so good it was it, everything was subtitled I read followed the dialogue followed the story like I don't do that often I watch stuff in the background like I'm watching a basketball game in the background I paid attention to the nugget or the I paid attention to Godzilla <laughs> minus one. <laughs> and yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Um Japanese uh CGI could be a little bit better, but for what they were working with and their style, Godzilla was just so menacing. I don't get that feeling from the this American Godzilla that they have. Like, yeah, she looked big he looked, uh, with the purple power up and whatnot, but the way that they f- they stylized this Godzilla, you actually felt a massive threat to the city, and that's my favorite type of Godzilla. Like you're saying, like uh, 2014 and Kong and stuff. Like it didn't really f- like you didn't see the creature enough to get an idea about the threat. You just saw the buildings just being destroyed and stuff like that. So it was just kind of weird to watch. This one made a lot of sense. Yeah, um, a lot more Godzilla. A lot more Godzilla. Yes, nice. a lot more Godzilla. Um, the story, the mission, the the feel good, the uh, surprises, everything surrounding this attack on Godzilla, um, the lead up to to you know the the final time you see, and I'd say final just in the movie, the final time you see Godzilla in the film. Um, it's a, it's a good good movie. I I I'd probably gonna. I have two other friends who are like, I want to go see this movie, and I would definitely go see it again. Yeah, 
Nice. Yeah. Is it only in theaters right now, or because this is like coming to Apple Plus, right? I don't know if this is coming to Apple Plus. I know this released in Japan in like November, and it did really well. Um, and it's been praised as like one of the best Godzilla movies. Okay, I I, just, I really thought it's going to uh, Amazon or not Amazon uh, Apple Plus. Um. I'm just curious. Um, Prime Video, actually. This is coming to Prime. Oh, it's coming to Prime. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, at some point in their future, I don't know exactly when. Because Apple kind of has the rights to Godzilla, right? Or something like that. Dude, that's why I thought I thought somehow it was connected to Apple. So I don't know. That's why I was like, I thought maybe it would be it'd be available there. But yeah, you're right. It looks like Amazon Prime is gonna get it. <clears throat> oh, but that's just a buy, though. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Well, <clears throat> watch this movie in all of its glory. If you can watch this on a big screen. Um, IMAX, all of that. This is this is a pretty damn epic movie. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. How long is it, dude? I think it was like an hour and forty five minutes. Okay, hundred twenty five minutes. What is that? Oh, so just under. Oh, it's two hours. Yeah. Okay, two hours. Nice, and it's good. It's it's like I watched Napoleon yesterday, and that was every bit. Like it was like less than three hours and it felt like four. I was like, (laughs) and this one did not feel like four. (laughs) No, no, this one felt good. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I want to see it. I kind of, I need to see Shin Godzilla. I never saw that. Well, that one is on the VOD that I I actually have a playlist of Godzilla movies. Oh, you're not logged into mine. I got to do it on the, the B movies one. Nice. Well, yeah, Sorry. I need to watch some. It's all right. Uh, I like, I need to rewatch all those old ones, all the classics. Shin Godzilla is cool. It's yeah. weird, but it's cool. When you see like this, like larva Godzilla just like flopping around, destroying the city, it's pretty funny. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, cool. Still in theaters. Probably will not make it out to it, but I do want to see it at some point. At least I want to see, like, that's what you're talking about, dude. Like, that destruction, like, in how they did Godzilla, like, I think I'm very interested in that. It's, I think it sounds like they did it right, so. They did do it right. Nice. I mean, they've had, I mean, Godzilla's, what, 70 years old? I I think so, dude. It was, like, in the 1950s, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been um, around. Yeah, I think 70 is coming up for God. 1954. Next year? Or, geez, they should have just released this next year for 70th anniversary. Maybe they'll have another one. Poorly timed, Japan. Poorly timed. I feel like they've just been... Oh, maybe that's why the Godzilla X Kong is coming out next year. (laughs) Oh, well. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get, let's get into our... Yes! Yes! Oh! Oh! 
God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. I have two on there, Peter. And I mentioned yeah. one earlier. Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I mentioned the, the squid game, um, the challenge, like that's been my thing that I've been pretty into recently. Uh, what's the other one? I don't, yeah, that's my first one. Why don't you take, do one and I'll do another one. Have I talked about Thanksgiving yet? No, you said you're going to go see it. Um, that movie you, was fucking awesome. Dude, I, I've heard some good things, and I guess there's going to be a sequel already, so dude, I'm excited. I don't know how they pulled a, a full-length movie out of the trailer that they did, but they did it, and they did it, and the story is cool. Like, it starts off like this wealthy family in Plymouth um, has like a Walmart-type store, and they're opening Thanksgiving or um, Black Friday on Thanksgiving for the first time, and they and people just get trampled. Good old Eli Roth style trampled. And um, that kind of sets up like this murderous killer for the following year. And it plays out like Scream where you got to figure out like who he's going to go after next and whatnot. But um, it was just good old fun gore. Um, And it did have a good story and it was very suspenseful. And I like that they like the killer was a Thanksgiving centric killer. He wasn't like some guy who was just killing during Thanksgiving. Like he looked like a Thanksgiving character. And yeah. they, they wrote that into the script really well uh, within the town too. So um, again, it was one of those things like, here's a mask and here's this guy. Uh, don't wear the mask because this guy's wearing the mask. And um, uh, the twist uh, is a good twist. And I won't tell you anything else because everybody should watch this movie. Nice. I, yeah, I want it should have got more theater time, to be honest with you. Like, um, I'm an Alamo advocate and uh, they only had it at Sloan's Lake and hmm, nothing up here. And there's very limited showings in Westminster, like even AMC and stuff. So like um, when it was released or like now both. Oh, wow. That's weird. I, I didn't know I had such a limited release, which also they should have released this at the end of Halloween. Yeah. Last like, weekend like, of Halloween. Yeah. I had like all of like November to watch it. Like, yeah, I wish they did that. Um, that's weird. Yeah. Because they, they did it right for Thanksgiving. And I just feel like so quickly these, see these uh, holidays change. Right. So quick, dude. And it doesn't give you enough time to go watch a movie, especially during Thanksgiving. You know, there's so much shit going on during Thanksgiving. Where you're like, hey, let's go pack up and watch a movie. No, you have to go to the store and fight people for um, cranberry soup, I think. <laughs> nice. Dude, you just reminded me, you mentioned Scream, dude. We didn't even talk about that news. Like, they they fired the main girl from Screen 7. Who yeah, was, what, Jenny Ortega? Well, and then she quit. Yeah. Yeah. So, sounds like there's no more Scream. <laughs> Or they got to redo it all over again. I guess, which, you know, I don't know, but I'm sure they could do it. But do you really just like scrap everything they did in the last two movies and and do something totally different? I I don't know. I, what I was hearing, like what made me think of is that because you compared it to kind of scream and they were saying like, oh man, Thanksgiving is kind of like the new scream. 
So it can maybe, be. Good. Yeah, maybe they're just done with Scream. I, I don't know. My thoughts personally, because I don't sometimes. I don't know how I feel about these these companies just jump into like, oh man, like you said this not nice thing and you're gone. Like I I don't know. I feel like these they should wait at least a little bit and see how it's gonna play out. Like Ezra Miller. Yeah, like Ezra Miller, <laughs> like James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, there's been so many of these people like that you think like, oh man, it's the worst thing ever. And then it just blows over. By the time the movie is actually released, everybody's forgotten about it. Yeah. You know? And like now like, they just like, dude, they put out this thing and like I feel like you've lost two of your main people now because of this. And like I, I just don't know how you recover from it. Do you apologize and then and have them all come back? Like like I just I feel like it's so strange. Like, dude, like where's the free speech? Like I feel like that's what companies should be saying. Like, hey, I don't agree with this, but free speech. So I don't know what they're gonna do, but that was fucking weird. Um my second recommendation is i watched this thing on peacock do you know you know snl do you ever watch the new snl kind of like you know what happens if there's nothing on saturday and i'm flipping through the channels and it's on it just stays there yeah yeah (laughs) i hear you uh do you know like that the little group please don't destroy no so there's like three guys, I, and I, I'm just figuring this out. But they have a little like they're the writing group. They uh, they do comedy sketches. Like they're kind of like the new like Lonely Island, but on oh, SNL God. now. They're like the Please Don't Destroy, and so you, I'm sure you've seen some of their skits. Like it's like the three like there's like the red tall redhead guy, like some, and then the like, two other guys. <laughs> They do a very good job describing them. One has glasses, one does it. Um, on the island, and no, uh, and, or, and like uh, workaholics. <laughs> yes, exactly. They all, they all sound the same. Um, so, anyways, they wrote a movie that's on Peacock now called "It's It's Please Don't Destroy," and it's the treasure of Foggy Mountain. So it's basically, hey, it's their group, and they the the movie is the treasure of Foggy Mountain. And it's if you, I'm sure you've seen their skits and stuff, but like it's all like their writing style and everything. Like they're the main characters in it, just super silly and dumb. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought the ending was a little rocky, but uh, for the most part, like there's a there's a few good like laughs throughout it. Like there's a scene where they're throat punching one another like it's just it's just ridiculous um and it's it's basically it's a um you know a quest movie they're trying to find this like hidden treasure that's like lost in the mountains that no one can find and and they happen to like stumble upon like a a a key to figure out where it is and then so they go off and look for this treasure and it's their whole adventure it's kind of like without a paddle uh, you know, that type of movie, but just super, super dumb. So 
I liked it. I thought it was worth the watch. It is on uh, Peacock, like I mentioned. So if you want a, a few chuckles, that's one where I guarantee at least one will laugh. <laughs> so. Hey, I see that Conan O'Brien's in it. Yes, he is with his ridiculous like goatee. But yeah, he's pretty funny. Oh, he has a goatee. Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, weird. Um, and Judd Apatow. So, I think he produced it. Okay. Yeah. Help. Produce. All right. All right. I don't know who this. Please don't destroy is. But uh, now you got me intrigued because I do like the Lonely Island and I do like the workaholic guys. And I feel like that's similar. Like yeah. I Very like similar. All in the all in the wheelhouse. Um, it reminded me of Cocaine Bear a little bit, you know, like um, and what's funny is I've been going back and forth. Uh, this is pro wrestling, but I didn't realize that Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is mm-hmm. a huge wrestling fan and also just like a great actor and like uh, he's just been talking shit and same with me on his posts and it's pretty funny. What are nice. you doing? I'm sharing. Um, this is what they look like. Do you recognize They look like them a bunch all? of kids. No, I've never seen them in my entire life. I I swear you probably have, but it's fine. If you ever watch SNL, they're like on like every single like episode of SNL and they have like their own little skit thing that they do with the, the person. That's so crazy to think like these twenty something year olds are on SNL right now. Dude, yeah, and they have like a like I just kind of like figured out like they, they have like YouTube channel, right? Dude, it's how these people get discovered. Like they just write these silly skits and, and then they get noticed. So maybe this one looks fun. Some silly skits. Pete Davidson creates a music video about three sad virgins and is joined by spe- special guest Taylor Swift. Nice. That's, That's one of their pre-recorded sketches. So they do those pre-recorded SNL sketches, right? Correct. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, three normal goths, a group of, <laughs> of goth with conventional tastes, live completely normal lives. <laughs> okay. They're they're weird. They're very weird, but they're pretty funny. So there you go. I'm, did you? I'll give him a. Yeah. Did you have another recommendation, or did you do both of yours? Butcher's Crossing, Thanksgiving, and I would say Napoleon, but I don't know if I recommend it yet. Okay, you think about that, but yeah, I mean, it's still, I feel like I'm still watching it, and it's tomorrow. Oh wow, I don't think I'm gonna go watch it then. Uh, yeah, Ryan... that's the thing, like, dude, movies for me, like, if if the first thing that comes out of someone's mouth is like, oh, but it's like three hours long, I'm like, well, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Separate, when I hear unless the, it's like, unless it's Aquaman, <laughs> then you really won't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well then you'll go see Napoleon. I get it. <laughs> Ryan, Could you imagine if Aquaman was three hours long. Oh, I don't know, dude. But there's like those movies where like they've they are three hours long, but they don't feel like three hours long. So they have they have those movies like when I watch. Avengers Endgame, dude, that movie's like three hours long. It does not feel like that. I nope. can blitz through that. So, um, Ryan, it's been fun. Peter, it's been blow, more fun. Yeah, I need to go blow my nose. All right. You go um, do that, and I'll start this. All right. <laughs> go Nuggets! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I know, dude. It's 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 a weird game. Like before we podcast, they were just annihilating the Clippers. And Maybe now, now that we're done podcasting, they'll they'll do they'll pick it up. Pick it up, boys. Pick it up. Same thing with them Broncos. We lost against the Texans, and we we're not a sports podcast. Nope. Maybe we com. You did it. I did it, and I impressed that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, none of that. Save it for the end.